Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Affordability, it is the dominant headline every day. As we try to keep up with the costs of living on everything, food, rent, gas, not one area is not touched by this because everything's getting more expensive. And on October 24th, we're going to head out to the polls to be casting a vote in an election that very few people are talking about, but it will have the most impact on our daily lives. I talk about this all the time. You know, the decisions that the mayor and council make impact every part of our life, whether it's the cost of the water, whether it's property taxes, transportation, uh, approvals needed to get buildings for affordable building that never actually gets built. All of these things happen at the city municipal uh, level. And so when you look at your ballot this election, you really have to look at it as an issue of affordability and who you elect that will determine what we actually get as far as higher taxes, lower taxes, more services. Let us bring in Kat Eschner of TBO's Affordability Beat. Good to have you, Kat. Thanks for having me, Alex. Never really thought about breaking down the ballot like this as to who will I vote for and where will they put those votes. And I think it is important because you will have councillors who are you know, more spendy, um, support more spending. And I think people have to understand, is that candidate doing the spending and the investing in the right areas that will impact um, you know, cost of living in everyday life? Mm-hmm, for sure. So I did uh, a story recently that you're alluding to on, you know, what affordability issues municipalities can impact. And basically, the reason I did this story was because, you know, one hears candidates say a lot of stuff during mm-hmm, elections mm-hmm. about what they might do, what they might be able to impact, you know, and it's it's often kind of a, I feel like uh, election campaigns are a space where um, often there can be like a real dialogue about where we want to go next. Where does the city want to go? What do we want to invest in? And I just uh, really wanted to talk to some experts to sort of bring home where, like, what issues can can candidates and can councils and can mayors actually impact? Um, and, yeah. you know, the, the, the issues, um, as you've kind of alluded to, uh, they're not, like, the sexiest issues, to be honest. I mean, like, roadworks and plumbing mm-hmm. and infrastructure, they're not, like, big, splashy issues, but I think they're they're really important. Well, yeah. I mean, when you can't drive down the road on your bike or your car without getting a flat tire and that adds an extra expense, you wonder, well, where, where's all the pavement? Where's all the repaving? Well, they had to put that off for the, you know, to make up for budget um, overruns. But I, I think it's interesting because you point out one of the, the major areas, one of the biggest promises we're getting from all three levels of government is affordable building, affordable housing, affordable housing, which is a great promise. But the reality is it takes a long time to build and, you know, we never actually see the results. And so one of the things that, that is so crucial at the municipal Municipal level is actually clearing up and getting rid of zoning and regulations that inevitably stop or postpone a lot of the projects that we actually need to get done now. Um, and, and that is what you're voting for, essentially, is someone who will fight to get that actual, you know, for affordable housing built. I mean, affordable housing is a big component of like the affordability, as we've talked about before, housing affordability is a huge issue. And one of the big things that is needed, experts have told me previously, is, you know, that we do need more supply. We do need more housing. Um, 
at the same time, um, you know, that housing needs to be located in such a way as to take advantage of resources, like, for instance, transit, you know, like housing mm-hmm. built near transit mm-hmm. is generally better because it's easier to move around, especially if you live somewhere like Toronto, where I live, where, you know, you have to get around a city where driving is often not the best way to get around. I mean, it is sometimes, yeah. and, and I think there is a role for that, but like driving is often not, and where you know, stuff like cycling is still not very safe in many cases. Um, So you Mm -hmm. really have to consider housing affordability, both in the context of zoning approvals and sort of the the, the approvals that are needed, but also in sort of that broader context of where we want housing, what we want housing to do, and what we want housing to be connected to. Yeah. And to your point on cost of of transit, I mean, people do look at that as an alternative, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's expensive. And I assume that prices will likely go up because they don't have the ridership they need. They've been running, um, you know, they haven't been able to finance it the way that they want to because there have been a lot of issues of people paying and not making up for the shortfalls. At the same time, you know, when people are on a budget, um, you know, they look to things like transit. And if it's going to continue to go up in cost, you know, that's affordability right there. You're, you're talking about like uh, municipal transit, so like buses and streetcars. Yeah, like and subways we and have it, but you know the city has to run it. And when they jack up the price, whether it's a quarter or a nickel, whatever, every time, and it does keep going up. These are all affordability issues. Yeah, for no, they definitely they really are, especially because um, you know transit is often like it's very efficient um, in some cases to take transit around the city, um, and it is it is um, just from a sheer like load perspective, one of the most efficient ways to move around. The thing to consider there, I think, is also just like the fact that we have a rider-funded transit model, which means that most of the money is coming out of rider fees, which doesn't make a lot of sense in some ways. And I haven't dug into this really deeply yet. This is something I will be looking at in the future. But we just need we need so much investment in transit infrastructure that, you know, just rider fees alone, especially after the pandemic, you know, that's a really difficult thing to pay for. Mm. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's no shortage of challenges, um, even even from the green space, whether it's the community center, where where people take their kids. There's so many things done at the municipal level, whether it's swimming lessons at the rec department. All these things are managed by the city. And if you're on a yeah. budget and you're, you know, all of these things are run by the city. Um, so they do have uh, a big impact on your, your bottom line. And so you want to find the candidates that are not just, I mean, because they all make promises, Kat. The problem is who's going to actually deliver and can they? I guess, I guess the thing for me with this story was I was just thinking about it and it's like, first of all, everyone is on a budget of some kind. Um, I think that's important to remember. You know, no matter how much money you have, you still have a, a, an upper threshold to your money. And if you have good municipal resources, you might choose to use those instead of spending money on something else, even if you could afford to, you know, say I can afford like a really nice gym membership, but I have a decent, like a very workable, you know, municipally funded gym you know, rec center near me, mm-hmm. I might choose to do that instead because like it's, it's maybe it's closer to my house or maybe it's just like, I just like going there. Right. Um, so on the one hand, everybody has, you know, everyone's on a budget of some kind, but the other thing that I really wanted to highlight with this story is I just, you know, I think it's really important to realize that like the issues that bug you in your area. So whether it's yeah. a pothole that you drive through all the time, or it's the fact that Traffic the grocery drinks, store, construction, yeah, yeah, rain, the nearest yeah. grocery store is really far away, or there's like nothing being built, and you don't want to stay in your neighborhood, and you know there's nothing being built that will allow you to do that. 
you know, when you want to move into a new kind of housing, say you have kids or something, you know, like if those issues are bothering you, those are all issues that municipalities have an impact on and that your local councillor will have an impact on. And then also that like your mayor will have an impact on. So you want to vote for people who you see talking about these issues and who, you know, seems seem like they will listen to you and listen to your perspective on those issues, you know, as a, as a voting block. Yeah, you want the person who's going to take your fight into City Hall and actually do the fighting uh, for you and then work with uh, the, the stakeholders to actually get this stuff. Because as you know, Kat, there is so much stuff, especially when you get into a big city like Toronto, that has to be done, is woefully behind. And if it did get done, it would actually make the city a lot easier to live in. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, it's not always simple stuff. And like I said, higher up, it's not always like really sexy stuff. It's not super splashy issues that people care about a lot. And just like, you know, I can have a real argument about this issue kind of way It's stuff like, yeah, transit or stuff like, um, you know, zoning, like these things are kind of boring and dry. And you kind of want someone who can, who can engage with that stuff in a productive way that also like really highlights the fact that these are the things we need to live. They're not just you know, paper things. They're like very real, um, you know, these are things where every rule change has a very real impact on, you know, people in the city. Yeah, no, there's some very, very big issues. What uh, what are you working on for next time? Yeah, so I'm actually doing, I'm doing a little different next time. I will be working on a look at auto insurance rates, which are, you know, sort of generally slowly going up. Um, And that's actually (laughs) another really important. Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't Um, know if I agree with that. But nonetheless, yeah, they are going up. Well, yeah, no, my my car insurance definitely went up this year. Um, (laughs) But like, I, uh, you know, um, this is another thing where it's like, uh, a, a real municipal issue, actually, because, you know, road maintenance really is, and so is transit services. So there's a municipal tie-in for this one as well. No question about it. Lots to, uh, lots to chew on. Thanks so much, Kat. Appreciate it. Mm, thanks. That is Kat Eschner of TVO's Affordability Beat. And, uh, yeah, it matters who you vote for, so take a look at their background. What are they promising? What can they deliver? Because we've got lots of problems at this city, and they are not getting solved.